Fuel your healthy food choices with flavor that gets you through the day. If you're committed to paleo, keto, or Mediterranean, America's original super nut is your diet super snack. A handful does the trick. Learn more at AmericanPecan.com. AmericanPecan.com. Just another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. Good morning. Bill Handel here on a Monday morning, February 1st. Some of the big uh, stories we are covering. Uh, the president is meeting today with a group of 10 Republican senators uh, and uh, talking about some kind of a compromise on the $1.9 trillion uh, package that he is seeking. And uh, CDC, CDC uh, starting uh, basically midnight tonight, uh, face masks on airline, airlines, public transportation, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, the vaccine, uh, I, I want to take you down a path about the vaccine uh, that we normally don't think about. And that has to do with uh, the number of vaccinations and the spread. And we know that we are at a real issue here going on with the number of people that are vaccinated in this country. And the uh, number of cases, hospitalizations have gone down. Now, we have about 30 million, 29 million uh, people vaccinated. There's 40-something million, um, uh, 47 million uh, vaccines uh, that have been distributed. So there's still a bunch uh, that are sitting in distribution centers, hospitals, et cetera. And there's a fair amount of controversy. How come those haven't been Utilized well, because of some uh, problems in simply uh, shooting people in the arm and uh, the lines and uh, getting appointments. It's a lot easier to de- deliver uh, a bunch of vaccine in these uh, refrigerated ca- uh, cases or refrigerators, freezers, than it is to actually make appointments, put people that stuff in people's arms. Uh, and then you have we're holding off the second doses. So there's a fair amount of controversy, but we're we're going to do OK. I'll tell you what's not going on okay. Uh, Let me give you a stat. 90 million people worldwide have been vaccinated. In sub-Sahara Africa, right, basically uh, other than the top part of Africa, uh, about a billion people live there. And you know how many uh, have been vaccinated uh, among that entire area of a billion people? 25. 25. And that's not counting the people who were involved in drug trials. Those are the people that really were vaccinated, or half of them, because half were placebos. And it's uh, becoming a real tragedy for poor countries. And we knew that. We knew that. The the industrialized countries, the United States, uh, Europe, have ordered vaccines. They're getting it. Everybody's looking at Israel because Israel is now the gold standard of vaccinations. Over 30% of the entire country has been vaccinated, but they have the vaccines. These poor countries have no vaccines. So here's the fear that as these people, uh, as these people get the virus, and it's a lot easier to get the virus if nobody has been vaccinated. We're being told by the experts that everybody has to get vaccinated around the world or enough of the world has to be vaccinated. So herd immunity, not only in the United States, but throughout the entire world, unless you simply shut down the country. 
much like New Zealand did. New Zealand just shut down the country. That's it. Can't get in. Uh, you can't. Uh, you can't get out. If you go out and you try to come back in, we're talking about New Zealand uh, citizens. You're quarantined at the airport. Uh, they don't have a problem, and the rest of the world does. Now, New Zealand can do it. It's an island. It's a tiny little country. Uh, we can't. Uh, we have this. Uh, Three, four, five thousand miles of border between the two countries, between uh, Canada and Mexico. So we cannot do it. But here is the the real problem. We think of people in sub-Saharan Africa, other parts of the world that aren't as wealthy, not getting uh, the vaccine until we're all finished. So, <coughs> excuse me. So therefore, the vaccine is going to spread. It gets even worse than that. Because as the virus continues and it spreads, it mutates. And it mutates at every generation. So it's not just a question of we have to vaccinate those people so we don't get the virus. It's we have to vaccinate those people as quickly as possible because we're in a race to have the vaccination keep on working We've already heard of, and I think it's uh, the the African strain uh, that is uh, transmitted faster, is more virulent. Now, at this point, it looks like the vaccine is still able to work against these new variants. We're starting to hear that it's not as effective. And these are the first minutes of uh, studying the uh, what's going on with uh, the uh, the virus. But. Uh, it mutates. This is what viruses do. And if it goes into a mutation that is resistant to the vaccine, we're in a whole new world. We're back to square one. Uh, Except they're going to be able to develop boosters, which they're already doing. It's a race. It's a race not only to vaccinate, but it's a race to get the vaccines going quickly enough uh, so the mutations uh, don't happen as quickly as they as they do. All right. Sorry about that. A little coughing. Uh, so we had to get going. See, I didn't think of the mutation part of it when uh, we're dealing with not enough people getting vaccinated. And you have enough people here in the United States that refuse to get vaccinated. So we're at double risk, uh, assuming all of us get vaccinated who aren't crazy. We're at double risk of, first of all, getting it uh, contracting the disease, and by the time we do get vaccinated, the the disease has already mutated to the point where the vaccine either is uh, less powerful, not as effective, or God forbid, it mutates to the point where it start all over again. Now, not from the very, very beginning, because we have the basis, but it could hold everybody back for months. Can you figure? Hey, really? Why the... Can I just jump in here really fast when you were talking about the number of people that didn't want the vaccine? I just read a story. It's a new study out of UC Davis that finds a third of Americans aren't willing to get the vaccine. And the top concerns are side effects, allergic reactions, efficacy, and others preferring to develop immunity through infection. Okay. Crazy people. See, they're allowed to be crazy. But the problem is their crazy affects me and affects you. And I'm going to be really one pissed off uh, character if it uh, turns out that I get the vaccine from, uh, or you get the virus from someone who refused 
and I end up getting much sicker than that person does. Boy, I, that's, I don't want to hear that. I'm going to get very, very upset, especially if I die. Boy, am I going to get pissed off. All right. Now, uh, the majority of California schools are supposed to open, right? We're getting there. And not so fast. And I'll go into why. A lot of obstacles here. KFI AM 640. Let's uh, check with uh, Jennifer Jones. And uh, welcome back, everybody. Bill Handel here. Uh, Monday morning, February, February uh, 1. As we continue on with the show. First, though, uh, your chance to win some real money. For your chance at a thousand bucks, text the nationwide keyword green, G R E E N, to 200 200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's green to 200 200. And if you uh, win, you'll get a uh, phone call from a number you don't recognize. Uh, you have to listen every day. Uh, for the keyword, uh, 20 minutes after the hour between 5.20 a.m. and 6.20 p.m. And uh, the KFI Cash Contest is brought to you by Sweet James, accident attorney. Uh, in an accident, go to sweetjames.com. Why the California schools, the majority, are not going to open now, uh, this is one of the reasons that uh, Newsom is in so much trouble, because uh, today was going to be the plan for opening schools by March. And uh, he has come up with a plan where, for example, there'll be grants uh, to school districts uh, between $450, 700 per student to develop safety plans for in-person instruction. And, well, actually, the schools were going to open by February 16th, if we can get that going. Problem is that school districts are saying, no, thank you, because uh, the testing requirements attached to the grants uh, is going to cost the school districts more money than the grants are worth. And they're just simply saying, we can't get it together. On top of that, who is screaming at the governor and fighting the proposal? Uh, the largest school districts? are saying no, uh, certainly the teachers' unions, until every teacher is vaccinated and they're saying, no, thank you, we're not going to get anywhere near those classrooms if students are there, and legislators who have called it completely unworkable. And uh, this is uh, one of the reasons that uh, Newsom is in so much trouble. And at 8 o'clock, we'll talk about why he's either he's he's even under fire from Democrats over how he handled his uh, the pandemic issue. But this is just one of those issues. And the big one is, in this case, uh, this is uh, the students. I mean, the uh, uh, teachers unions that are fighting this like crazy. And so uh, the argument is uh, we're going to by today have a plan. Uh, I, I don't think so. And if there is some kind of a plan, and it's sort of gelling, uh, it ain't going to happen. Now, keep that in mind, as we've heard from Dr. Fauci all last week, uh, referencing to President Biden's comments that we're going to open the schools, it's going to happen uh, by the fall, and Fauci is saying, not so fast. I don't think it is. We've got some real issues. Now, what Fauci is not going to do is get fired for that. 
had Fauci come out and been this adamant against President Trump, he'd be gone. Uh, but Joe Biden, uh, as part of uh, his campaign, and clearly it looks like in the early days of his presidency, is saying we're going to have total transparency. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. Here are the problems we have. And uh, obviously allowing Fauci to disagree and say we're not going to be able to open. So who do you think has more credibility? Uh, Dr. Fauci, who is non-political and looking at it uh, with uh, total objectivity and science behind him, uh, or President Biden, who certainly doesn't have an agenda, does he? He certainly doesn't have a political agenda, does he? Uh, the California Teachers Association, this the, the biggest union of teachers in the country, uh, have all called, as I said, for uh, the teachers to be vaccinated. And, and teachers at this point aren't even on anywhere near the top list. Matter of fact, we don't know where teachers are on the list of those who are supposed to get the vaccines. This is the other problem that Newsom is having. It's bouncing all over the place. Once we uh, were or the authorities were able to decide the first part of it, that was easy. First responders, people, ambulance drivers, uh, the hospital uh, technicians, doctors, nurses, particularly who work in COVID wards and then others who are in contact with them. That's easy. Uh, and elderly people in assisted living facilities. That's easy. Now the rest of it. Uh, now it's people over 65. It was over 70. Some states over 75. It's all done state by state. But for those people that think we're going to get kids in school anytime soon, it's not going to happen. And then uh, also parents all over the country are saying uh, in-house learning, uh, uh, distance learning via the Internet is almost no learning at all. It's effectively losing a year. Uh, so we'll see how fast we go. The good news is there is now a concerted effort across the board, uh, and the fight is within how instead of if we're moving forward. Why are there so many African Americans who are so distrustful? You've heard me talk about the Tuskegee experiment over and over again. I'm going to explain what that is what it was and what is going on. In Fuel your healthy food choices with flavor that gets you through the day. If you're committed to paleo, keto, or Mediterranean, America's Original Super Nut is your diet super snack. A handful does the trick. Learn more at AmericanPecan.com. AmericanPecan.com. Has COVID done anything for business? Absolutely. It's proven that your business needs cloud computing more than ever. So migrate now to get optimal security and access for your work from anywhere workforce. No cloud offers more than the Microsoft cloud. And no one gets your business into the Microsoft cloud better than CloudForce. It's all they do. Start now at GoCloudForce.com. That's GoCloudForce.com. And uh, good morning. Handle Morning Crew on a Monday, February 1st. Big stories that we are covering. Uh, the president is meeting with a group of 10 Republican senators uh, who have come up with their plan 
for the uh, next stimulus package, except uh, everybody's pretty far apart. So uh, we'll hear what happens over there as uh, the next few days pass. Uh, one of the reasons we talk a lot about the vaccine, obviously, and COVID, because what, we're going to hit 500,000 Americans uh, dying by certainly the end of the month. And uh, that is uh, who is getting the vaccine. We know that African-Americans are hit hardest by uh, COVID for any number of reasons. We kept on talking about it. And one of uh, the offshoots of this, and uh, we haven't come, it hasn't come to fruition yet, and it will, is that African-Americans are going to be the least, uh, not, well, they'll be able to get the vaccine, but they'll be the least cooperative, uh, the Majority of um, those who don't want the vaccine or the largest percentage is African-Americans. And so when you talk about why won't they do it, one word comes up. Tuskegee. Now, Tuskegee is uh, a little tiny town, 8,500 people in uh, Macon County in Alabama. And uh, the infamous study in Tuskegee started uh, in 1932 when U.S. government doctors uh, were grabbing men, uh, very poor men, uh, black men, uh, sharecroppers uh, who had no education, a lot of them couldn't read uh, or write, and uh, they uh, got syphilis, right, which was prevalent in, in those days because of all kinds of reasons, and uh, lack of sanitation, uh, the education of uh, certain parts of society, etc. And so what happened is these men uh, contracted syphilis. And what the government did was uh, not only not treat them, but experiment on them. Experiment meaning they tracked the disease among these 600 African-American and let them go through the disease and syphilis in its tertiary stage uh, now causes brain damage and uh, you die, but the, the brain basically becomes uh, Swiss cheese. Uh, Al Capone died of syphilis, and uh, there was just nothing there by the time he died. And so it, the horror of U.S. government doctors simply tracking a disease that can easily uh, be cured, especially after antibiotics came in. And you go, wow, in 1932, hey, this thing went on to 1972, way after antibiotics were part of modern medicine. And so it's, uh, they uh, simply were withheld treatment. And the only, time, the only reason we knew in 1972, the government was still keeping it secret, was uh, the AP, the Associated Press, uh, ran a story. Now, there was a lawsuit filed. $9 million were given to survivors. And uh, President Clinton formally apologized. But this left a legacy of distrust uh, that went all through the black community. And it has not ended. African Americans are simply very leery and very distrust, uh, distrustful of uh, the U.S. government to a much greater degree. You add uh, Tuskegee, uh, infamous, but it's very, very small numbers, uh, systemic racism, large numbers of people, the way police have treated all of this. Remember, the police are government. 
and uh, redlining, stopping African-Americans, especially in the South, from voting. It was government who stopped them from voting. It was the local sheriffs. And so you have this distrust, uh, and it's legitimate. Now the question is, how do you overcome the distrust? I mean, is Tuskegee going to be part and parcel of uh, the black experience and the black viewpoint for, what, another 50 years? Are you going to have major numbers of African Americans who will not vaccinate? And we're talking uh, 40% across the country will not get the vaccine. And keep in mind that African Americans have been hit the hardest by a long shot. For example, the Nation of Islam, uh, a genuine crazy group, uh, anti-white, violently pro-black, but to the point where uh, anti-society, it's the white man is the devil across the board. Uh, They have an online presentation that's titled Beyond Tuskegee, why black people must not take the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. It's pretty disheartening, to say the least. This is what we're fighting. We're fighting the anti-vaxxers. We're fighting a basic distrust of the government. Uh, we're fighting uh, the, the racism, which does and certainly did exist a whole lot more back in the 30s. Uh, it's, it's a fight. And so, uh, and when uh, far more uh, blacks end up dying of uh, COVID, which uh, it, the numbers are going to increase as a percentage. Why is that? Because uh, the, the group, the ethnic group most likely to get the vaccine, whites. So guess what? The vaccine actually does work and it does prevent people from getting COVID. I mean, maybe not 100%, but certainly a lot more than people who are not being vaccinated. So you'll see the numbers of African-Americans increasing as a percentage if we look at 40% as a base figure. And then the argument's going to be that since more African-Americans are dying, being hospitalized, that is racism in and of itself. It is a circular argument. This is, uh, it's tough. It really is. And so there are certain things being done. They're hiring PR firms. We'll talk more about that, uh, certainly in the days ahead. Uh, the Super Bowl is coming up, and uh, CBS is broadcasting it. But wait a minute. A very different broadcast this time uh, around. And I'll uh, jump into that. This is KFI AM 640, and let's check in with uh, Jennifer. Good morning, Bill Handel, morning crew, uh, Monday, February the uh, 1st. And get ready for face masks on all airlines, public transportation, starting today, uh, starting at midnight tonight, actually. And uh, I I don't know how big news that is, because we're all wearing masks anyways, Uh, but uh, you have to wear masks on airlines. I don't know if uh, Southwest, which I've flown uh, within the last several months, uh, you're wearing that mask, and they're not serving anything. There are no drinks. There are no peanuts. You're wearing the mask the every second of the flight, and uh, that is probably going to be the way it works uh, 
throughout long flights. Or you just take off the mask while you're uh, eating, and then boom, the mask goes back on. Uh, Super Bowl is uh, coming up, and CBS is broadcasting it. And you've already seen uh, the broadcasts uh, different. You've already seen the game being different. Uh, in that uh, either there's very few people or massive pe- number of or uh, either few people or no people in the stands. And uh, the coaches, everybody off of the field is wearing masks. And a lot of the players, when they come off the field, wear masks. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he comes off and immediately puts his mask on. Not that everybody does. And so it's going to be a very different Super Bowl. In many ways, it's got, I like the game when there's nobody in on in now or on the field or uh, in the stadium. And why is that? Because you can hear the quarterback. You can hear what's going on. You can hear them talking to each other. It's kind of neat. I've never heard uh, quarterbacks screaming. You know, I heard for the first time yelling, kill, kill. I go, what the hell is that? That means stop this play. We're not going. And then you're calling another play an audible. You know, you're going to see that. And the television coverage is a lot better, too, because you can just put more cameras around. And that's exactly what's happening with uh, Super Bowl 55 coming up. Uh, the announcers, Jim Nance and Tony Romo, uh, will be broadcasting. But usually they come a week before and you have all the Super Bowl events. Uh, the cameras are out there. And a lot of these Super Bowl players hate that because you got a week of Super Bowl uh, events, so, which means dinners and 8 million cameras and reporters there. And the number of uh, press uh, that is credentials, I think, runs in the thousands and everybody wants an interview. And per their contracts, uh, the ball players sign, they have to participate in and agree to a certain number of interviews, particularly if they make the Super Bowl. So uh, what are the differences? What's going to happen? Well, uh, a couple of things. Pre-game shows, for the most part, are going to uh, be online. Uh, you will see very few interviews where microphones are jammed up uh, uh, to uh, players' faces. Uh, they're arriving much later. Usually the broadcasters arrive at least a week before. That's not happening Uh, According to Jim Nance, the Saturday before is a dinner for crews and announcers. And that's uh, the most important dinner they have, the important meeting, because that's when everybody gets together and and figures out last-minute problems. That's not happening. Uh, CBS will have extra production trucks to maintain social distancing. They're actually going to have a minimum of so many staffers, so many technical people in a truck, so they just have extra trucks. Uh, and uh, what you're going to see, more cameras. And that is great news. Because one of the things, having gone to a couple of games, uh, I hate going to games. I've gone to a couple of uh, Packers games because my daughter's a Packers fan, and I was dumb enough to uh, take her to a game. Gee, Dad, can we go and see a Packers game at Lambeau? Yeah, December, snowing, 27 degrees. Yeah. And you don't see anything. You'll you'll see something on uh on the field you go, "What happened? What just happened? I have no idea." If you're watching it on TV, they're replaying it. They're showing it on several uh in several different angles. Uh the announcers who are all pros beyond pros, 
I mean, Tony Romo is uh, a Hall of Famer, will be quarterback. Uh, he's one of uh, the announcers, uh, as is Troy Aikman, who also a Hall of Famer. These guys know what's going on in the field. And so you get the analysis, you get that neat yellow, um, you know, the uh, yellow marker that they use. You know, to to figure out where things go. You go, what what if it was here, or what if they moved over there? It's a great way to watch the game. I love it, and we're going to get more of that. And you don't have yelling in the in the stands, and it's better for the players because one of the things that happens when you have a a, a full uh, stadium is whoever is the visiting team, uh, you can't even hear. I mean, the quarterbacks, the the linemen, uh, and the receivers can't hear. Uh, the calls, which is why they yell them so loudly. It's a better game. It's a better game when people are not in the stands. Now, there will be, uh, I mean, I think 22,000 people in the stands, and among them, several thousand uh, first responders. And 22,000 people, well, it's still too much noise. So it's going to be a different game. I think a better game uh, than usual. Right now at Papa John's, get $6 Papa deal. Plus, any side, this side, that side, all these sides, for just $6 each. That's a lot of sides. Get $6 Papa deals and $6 sides only at PapaJohns.com.